and don't care you're poor. We just know right. what we're fighting for. Sing it. <laughs> Real women vote for Trump. We don't need no liberal Trump. Yeah, real women vote for Trump. All right, are we live? Yeah, we're yeah we're on. <laughs> so I was just singing my favorite song that's, for a second. That's a big one. We are we're under just chatting. We're live. This is the Sour Source Talk Show. Sour Source Talk Show yeah. coming into the mix. Yeah. yeah we're just gonna talk uh, about a few random topics here and there. Get to know us a little bit. If any viewers eventually join, we can hopefully chat with them. They can ask us whatever. Get our thoughts. Yeah, Talks, yeah. opinions, those kind of things. So, uh, <clears throat> as we're going to probably end up uploading this later on, just so people know, we do have a, this will be available in podcast form in the coming couple of days. You can find us on most major platforms. As of, At this very moment of recording, we're on Spotify and Pocket Casts under Sour Source. Uh, eventually, we will be on the others, uh, Blueberry, Apple Podcasts. It's just taking some time to get them approved. So, excellent. So, uh, if you anybody does end up going to those platforms and looking that stuff up, you will uh, catch the first episode of a separate podcast, which I think will be congealed into one. Yeah, I think that's still the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll or... just, we'll just uh, try to make a conscious effort because not everybody wants to talk. Uh, politics 24 7 like i do yeah and i'm also not gonna brag and say like i'm very well versed in politics yeah. so i definitely don't think that i have the political knowledge to deep dive right on a weekly podcast about yeah. like the intricacies of certain yeah, yeah. <laughs> politics. yeah exactly so, so we're just uh the biggest thing is gonna be current events we're just gonna get into you know different things that we find interesting we're just gonna talk them out and you know like i said if anybody joins in we can get some questions in we'll have a rotating cast sometimes there'll be three sometimes four of us and you know we'll just uh happy to have a growing audience i hope someday so yeah, yeah absolutely and we uh we also stream games yep we'll occasionally stream some games. uh head on to our uh, youtube channel and get some of that and we'll also be streaming here so we got a little bit of projects in the works uh sour source is the name for for all of mm -hmm. them it's our uh it's our new brand we're just gonna have all kinds of stuff yeah yeah i'm still a little bitter about the name change but you know it's fine we'll get there yeah that'll be huge yeah and then we'll mad comrade would have we'll been bring yours back mad comrade would have been the the better get it in the comments vote for it tell them tell them right now Tell them that Mad Comrade, Mad Comrade, also Coco Rebels was my second choice. Those were both good ideas that got shot down by the uh, by the group. Uh, They'll come back. They can all be their own brand eventually. Car, Coco, it's Coco an umbrella. Rebels. It's an umbrella. Coco Rebels would have been the move. Coco Rebels is good. <laughs> I did focus it to a few people too, just to, you know, just to get other input, just to see. Mm -hmm. And uh, tell me, I, tell I, me it didn't win. Tell me Coco Rebels didn't win. Lie not, to me. Uh, you know what the most popular one was? Moron John. Dude, <laughs> dude, we can't put all of our stuff out there because now, now that it's in the zeitgeist of... So I trademarked those, everybody. Don't copy. <laughs> Don't copy. They're 100% trademarked. Don't look it up, though. Moron John is my favorite, too. <laughs> uh, That's a show that will be coming later from us, so... It's funny that, like dumb people are like the last group that it's okay to make fun of <laughs> like everyone else is no longer like fair game but if a guy's dumb you can call your podcast moron john and nobody's gonna have an outrage about it yeah i mean hey, john's just a moron i mean it's all about it's just about being objective it's all about objectivity 
Mm. That's literally what it is. You, yeah, I mean, you know when somebody's being dumb. <laughs> but Moron John. And then we had, like, they were kicking around the idea of, like, making Moron John into a character. And then we just instinctually gave him a southern accent. <laughs> like, that was a little, that was a little wrong. <laughs> well, you know, what are you going to do? It happens. I, I have, I have, I have four voices that I default to. Three of them are southern. So... Yeah, I, I can do a, I can do an all right Spanish accent, uh, an all right English accent, but uh, that's about it. <laughs> How English are we talking? Like, hello, not I can go, I can go Cockney, or I could go like refined British. Um, I was, I listened to another podcast one time, and I, I don't remember exactly who was on it, but um. So one of them asked the other guy, like, "How do you do an Australian accent?" And they said, "You do a British ass- accent, but end every sentence in a question." <laughs> But uh, remember, uh, Jim Jeffries was talking about doing a uh, Jim Jeffries doing a, a South African accent. And he's like, a lot of people can't tell the difference between Australian and South African. So just picture my accent, but everything I say, I finish with punching a black guy in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that's messed up. Uh, that's, that's apartheid for you, brother. That is. That's a rough. Ooh, you opened it rough. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, you guys want to talk about apartheid and how uh, mm-hmm. you know European settlers kind of ravaged Africa? Oh, hundred uh, percent. <laughs> Maybe maybe we maybe not get into that. Yeah, right no, now. we don't need to get into that. But in episode one of uh, what 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 was once infighting, I don't know. We called it infighting, but uh, it's it's all congealing. So anyway, it's far too civil of a conversation. It really to, was. to warrant the name infighting. Yeah, when we find a very hard right winger to join our crew, we will uh, re- we will resume that name. Yeah, because I think that we both kind of fall. Uh, to the left a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that the the actual difference between our yeah our political beliefs is that mm-hmm. I'm probably a little bit further. Oh, yeah. uh, but I'm at the end of the day, I'm a rational yeah rational guy because I have what I believe and what I wish the world would be. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like blind to the realities of right. like what is actually possible. Right. You know. Yeah, I feel you. I like to be. Uh, it, as rational as I can be like, you know, there, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but you know, if you bring me some good facts and some good reasoning, sure. I'll, I will 100% listen. I'll change an opinion. Yeah. You know, I, I root everything I, I do based in, in fact, you know? Yeah, no, I'm definitely uh, not above changing my mind. Uh, yeah. if somebody comes with like a compelling argument and I'll definitely keywords compelling. Yeah. I definitely will look into things cause I do, uh, like getting out of the echo chamber every once in a while. Oh, so yeah. I'll listen to like Michael Savage and Ben yeah. Shapiro. Oh, I um, forgot pro- about Michael Savage. Oh, dude, uh, he's oh, on the he's on the radio. Yeah, he all is. the time here. I know it's it's insane. Uh, <laughs> so is actually Ben Shapiro. They just added him to the local stations. But uh, yeah. um, so I want to I want to throw a caveat here about Michael Savage. Sure, the guy's a doctor, and he's like, isn't he like a biologist? I have no idea, but that would that would surprise me. And I believe he is. Um, our comptroller's not here to look the stuff up. But I guess uh, you know, up, but uh, being college educated doesn't preclude you from being an idiot and also like i'm gonna be completely honest here a lot of these right-wing talking heads are not dumb guys oh they no just, they just get paid a lot of money to say dumb things yeah that's fair so it's not like uh although like someone like ben carson who actually is like i know for a fact is a doctor <laughs> but he also will say just the dumbest things and i do think that he might actually just be a dumb guy <laughs> Oh, he's got a master's of science in botany and a master of arts in anthropology. Yeah, that's crazy. So he's a, so he's a plant man. 
Well, yeah. anthrop- anthropology is human, human yeah. history. Yeah, so... So it seems... It just... Uh, that was one that, that always baffled me, because I was like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know but, Ben Shapiro's wife is a doctor? I do, do you know, know that. Do you know he's a... Has, has he ever mentioned that before? Oh, did has you... He, has he ever said anything about I that? I know that he's 100% uh, against um, people forcing his wife to give them medical care. Yeah, He's yeah. made that pretty clear. Yeah, no, uh, universal health care is is forcing people to give you their life mm-hmm. like it's it's essentially slavery just True. like all the slave road workers we have and slave teachers and mm-hmm. slave police officers and oh, firefighters yeah. they're all slaves which is weird yeah. that there's not an outrage about that that we enslave all of these people oh. like uh, like you go to countries like canada all the doctors are in chains oh yeah. all the doctors are in chains and they're forced at gunpoint to perform uh medical treatment on people it's really it's a nightmare i feel i feel really sorry for them because um i just can't imagine what kind of pain their fingers go through writing prescriptions for antibiotics let's all let's not like (laughs) let's not let's not demean doctors (laughs) no you know i'm coming for you dr brown no i'm just kidding that's not a real if any dr brown's out there pure coincidence like that uh but uh it's like that uh did you ever hear that you know jake paul is right the uh, youtuber the brother of whatever of, uh, his name is um Lo- logan paul yeah, yeah yeah logan paul logan paul's brother jake paul like released like a diss track to teachers <laughs> and it's just like, bored? my teacher never taught me that and he's just like talking trash on teachers and it's like dude could you pick like a more <laughs> like like less deserving group <laughs> of a diss track than like teachers how? and then you just came in here and dissed doctors i was like hey <laughs> no. but uh satire Look but this up. idea though that like that that like doctors wouldn't be paid like yeah who, who would even like like there are legit like they're legitimate <clears throat> questions which is people can get into it and that's really what will come down to like what you know what will it look like for them and like the billing side you know what i mean but like from his perspective totally not true Mm -hmm. it's like well the idea with uh medicare for all is that medicare would just essentially be an insurance provider and so the same way that they get paid now except instead of being paid out from private insurance it would be paid out from medicare so it, it would be at least from the doctor's standpoint, very, very minimal yeah. difference. <laughs> so, you know, one good question I think I can ask is like, do you think that more politicians and, and candidates and everything should focus on like misbilling Medicare? I know it gets brought up every now and again. I don't know how bad it is of a, like an actual problem, but did you say in like, ca- in Canada? No, I mean like in like in here in the, oh, okay. the U.S. Like the current uh, Medicare that we do have for what is it, elderly and veterans yeah, yeah. and so forth. There's a lot. There's been several cases recently where um, they were overbilled or misbilled. Yeah. So, from what I understand, that the reason that uh, drug prices and like medical prices are so high is because hospitals operate on the assumption that. Uh, people have insurance so these prices are negotiated between hospitals and insurance companies which is why the prices are skyrocketed so high and why it really kind of screws over people who don't have medical insurance so i think like without private insurance then we'll start to see sort of a drop in price because there would not be like the for-profit motive uh kind of pushing for having such high high prices one thing i've always said too is um I have a friend who has uh, had cancer since, let's take 2000, 
I think she told me 2014 or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, she's come out of she's uh, gone into remission and came out of. Uh, I think she's. I can't. I don't want to misquote it, but she's she's got it again. That's my point. Yeah. And I and I kind of made a comment. And cancer is a very unique um, illness in the like the mechanisms that make it work. But uh, I did tell her I was like, you know, if this wasn't all a money game, what kind of treatments do you think we would have? Well, what do you mean? Like, if, if research like, and development was completely handled by like public I, I, funding, or? yeah, something like that. Like, let's say, like, like if they made like a department of of disease curing, and mm. then they funded it fully and let them just let them run loose and get the research done and make things happen. Yeah, well, there's like, you know, sort of the the conservative argument against uh, publicly funded research is like, you know how they will intentionally kind of drag out these government contracts as long as they can to to get money. So I don't know. There's definitely for the more things that become government operated, which, you know, ultimately is probably the best thing. We definitely need more sort of watchdog organizations and like civilian Mm -hmm. controlled, uh, you know, ethics committees that can, can monitor these sorts of things. So I, I see the argument of becoming like, bureaucratic in which like there's just all of these levels now we have this government research mm-hmm. department but then we have a watchdog organization that watches them but then who investigates that organization i'm sure yeah. that they're still being so it can add, it can add up but i i do think that that's, that's the big, the uh, all the alternative is corporate tyranny <laughs> yeah. where everything is controlled by predatory capitalism yeah so that seems to be you know pick your poison like what's what's scarier i did uh i did uh listen to uh the uh, dr cornell west episode on rogan oh that was my favorite one I, uh, that was my favorite one i think my i think my speakers were just going bad because uh my work my truck broke down so i couldn't listen to <laughs> it fully right so I, I did get to listen to it and i did enjoy it and he i did like what he was talking about on that about predatory capitalism and yeah. and the roots of all that um but uh back to what you were saying earlier about like just all this bureaucracy and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's actually the biggest, um, vote for, um, governmental transparency, like having all that data available so that somebody can find it if they suspect something's going wrong. Absolutely. Like that's, that's the thing about the, the argument against like cleaning out corruption, which is sort of the right wing position is that like smaller government, less corruption, but how is the government corrupt? That's the question. The government right. is corrupt because they take all of this money and they're acting in the interests of these corporations. So the conservative solution mm-hmm. is to eliminate the government and just put the corporations, the corrupting influence directly in charge. That seems to be completely counter, yeah, counterproductive. Yeah. 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 Um, it is. And that, and that, that word corruption, it, it's, it's, it's not, it's like one of those words, like not super hard to define, but then it's also kind of hard to define too. You know what I mean? And it gets thrown around so easily that it kind of loses its actual meaning. Yeah. Well, things, things become taken advantage of as soon as yeah. like people, people are always kind of looking to get an edge on something. So something like lobbying might've been an ethical thing to do at one point, like having sort of like a nurse's union yeah. lobby a politician to give you know, yeah, workers' rights, and yeah, stuff like that, and then pro union right here, yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if we could do a whole, we could do a whole episode on unions if you want. We to should eventually. Point. Yeah, I actually absolutely. know a guy. He's the president of the uh, 
or the elected president, I think of, I've, it, it might be ICBW. I'd have to look up which union he is, but mm. uh, I know him, and he's uh, currently running for school board in the uh, capital of our state, which I won't throw out so we yeah. don't get... Uh, get doxxed. Yeah. I don't... Come at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, uh, sort of... Just a little bit of everything, but yeah. uh, we can uh, we can move on and uh, get on some. Uh, I got a few little bullet points here. I thought would be fun to go over. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Let's so in our uh, first recorded podcast, uh, we talked a lot about the value added tax and whether or not it was a sales um, tax. Oh yeah, so you went in and I did a little digging. Okay. So number one, it's super complicated. Okay. Well, and that's one of the one of the arguments against it is it adds a lot of pressure to businesses to keep track of it so it kind of works like this so let's uh let's say farmer a, a farmer um sells uh, wheat to a flour producer so he pays the first part of the value added tax at whatever rate they set and whatever he pays is deducted from what the manufacturer pays when they turn it into something okay. so then when they sell it they pay a portion of the value added tax and then they pay what's the remainder of that, and then the f- consumer pays what's left of that. So it's like taking the sales tax, and instead of putting it all on the consumers, you're putting it across the board for everyone. So it's a little more complicated okay, and kind of interesting to think about in theory because I don't think we have a national sales tax. I do think I think it's set up do by we, the states. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, uh, there's a portion of state, and then some county, some city, and so forth down the line. But I don't, I don't think the federal government has taken that step yet, which is a good thing. They definitely should not, because uh, I like I think I said in the other one, sales taxes are next to property taxes are probably the most regressive of tax mm-hmm. structures. Cause the people who rely more on um, their uh, rotating income or their spending income to you know get things accomplished they mm-hmm. end up paying a bigger bulk of that than other people do yeah so a little little caveat on that there i thought that was kind of interesting to to really look sure. into so has that changed sort of your opinion on Andy um, Yang at all like for or against the way that he's going to implement this uh new tax to pay for i don't it? like i don't like putting it on the consumer i don't like anything extra on the consumer it seems a little counterproductive, but that's also part of his argument for UBI is that it will cycle itself back in because you're going to spend it and that'll pay for it back in. But that's, it just, <laughs> it seems there's a very simple solution and all he has to do is say consumers won't pay their part. Mm-hmm. Just eliminate that part from the plan altogether. And that would, and that, that that would... that's effectively problem solved. Okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully he considers that. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which July 30th democratic debates, yeah, yeah. I was kind of have an idea on that. I was kind of thinking we, if we watch them, we can do a companion show, and react to them live as they happen. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that. No. Uh, I know Chapo did something similar to that, where they had the debate playing, yeah, like in the corner while they were commentating over it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing yeah. something like that. Yeah, my experience is, uh, is Rogan does his MMA companions with shows that aren't UFC. He sits there and watches them live. You can't oh, like you have to watch it yourself to get his commentary and make it line up right. But yeah, no, I don't think we can, I don't think we can stream the debates on our channel. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Chavo did it, and I do kind the of volume was just that. really yeah. low, and it 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 was like a nightmare trying to line it up with yeah, it, with can, that. it can be rough because like there was a delay on yeah on their stream, right. and then Three it was also like yeah, streamed live, so you couldn't like 
yeah, yeah. so it was, it was kind of tough fair enough so what i what i had actually done is i watched the, the, the debates myself and then watched that stream separately mm, fair enough fair couldn't, enough. couldn't really do it live yeah i think i think rogan does a he puts a timer on they stay like kind of do their own sort of sync and he's like mm-hmm. all right this timer starts now and okay. you can line up yeah. their reactions to it if that's what you're into um so i saw moving on here i, I saw an interesting headline i've seen a few but i thought this one stuck out because uh i get it um but not for the reason that this is happening, but it is a, a, I think, I don't remember what city it is, but they're using the baby shark song to drive homeless people out. Yeah. Um, no, I heard, I heard about that. I didn't look into it if it was like real or not. Uh, yeah, I didn't quite read, read it. I have it saved here. I can actually look at it, but, uh, I, I I don't remember what city it was, but it was, I was, uh, a little surprised. Yeah, uh, no, I you know. Aside from not dealing with homeless homelessness as it should be, um, that song would definitely make people leave. Yeah, and it's like it's West Palm Beach, Florida. I don't know. It just it's. I mean, not only is it like a stupid idea that I can't believe somehow got approved, but it's also like such a dehumanizing thing. Isn't, isn't like it? that's how we're gonna. <laughs> why don't we just take all the homeless people? And push them somewhere else. <laughs> and it's just like, like what, rather than address yeah, the, 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 the structural problems that lead to homelessness, like, let's just keep, uh, keep them moving around. Like, let's put spikes on the, on the benches and under bridges yeah, and stuff so that they can't throw, sleep. And it's just rocks everywhere. Like you're hauling in non-native rocks, if that, that's a thing, and then throwing them about so people can't rest. And it's just like, like, don't you like the, the effort you put into driving them away from places like you could help them no yeah well it's like this is, it's this it's this idea of um help yourself it, like it's so pervasive yeah. but like i uh i don't remember the doctor but there's a guy i think in utah um this is actually a really cool thing he's sort of the developer of the um housing and harm reduction model and he kind of, I listened to one of his like, uh, lectures or something. And, um, he talked a lot about how like homelessness is almost a learned response. Like mm-hmm. they would give homeless people like a free apartment for a year to get back on their feet, but like they wouldn't use the utensils or they wouldn't sleep on the bed cause they were so untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't believe it was true and thought something bad would happen if they did. So they would like sleep outside the door, like little things like that. Like they kind of forget how to live Yeah, in a way. Well, you kind of exist with sort of this fear because you can get in trouble for anything that you do as a homeless person yeah. you can get arrested for loitering you can get arrested for sleeping outside mm-hmm. you can get arrested for all these things so they kind of live in this sort of constant state of like fear and mistrust of everything and everyone and, and you know that's not to mention the fact that a lot of homeless people are suffering from mental illness yeah um yeah, there's a few you know so yeah it's it's funny how that seems to be the big sort of divide in the spirit of the country is sort of you have to and i hate that that's the case but you have to package things to sell it to the conservative base as economic solutions like it's not enough to be like if we give homeless people like we should get them off the streets and build them houses and give them a, a a respectable standard of living like that's not enough to convince people, but you, what you have to do is you have to package it. Like this would actually save us money 
in the long term if we do something like like luckily a lot of leftist ideas do save money so that's kind of a good thing but Mm -hmm. that shouldn't be the driving factor for why we do this like people shouldn't die from lack of health care that should be the argument point blank full stop that's the argument Mm -hmm. but instead you have to package it like medicare for all would actually save people money like that's the argument that people shouldn't go into medical bankruptcy isn't good enough here's a here's a unique issue with that too like talking about like just medicare in general um you know part of the affordable care act um the government would fund the state if they expanded their medicare solutions for people Um, our state was not one of them and we gave up millions of our own tax dollars to subsidize everyone else that did but mm-hmm. when you tell that to people, they're like, well, you know, people shouldn't have government health care anyways. And it's like, hold on. You're already paying for it. Yeah. You, you've already bought the product. You just don't mm-hmm. want it. It makes no sense. Yeah. And it's the same thing for like a lot of things like, you know, the death penalty, for example. Like, oh, yeah. It turns out that keeping people in prison for life actually saves money. Oh, yeah. Versus, but you can't you can't just say like, hey maybe the government shouldn't have the right to kill people. Fun fact like that for you. <laughs> like that's not enough. You have to actually be like, Hey, this will save money. Yeah, that's the yeah, argument. Yeah. That's the say, that's the, um, uh, selling point. Fun mm-hmm. fact. Uh, the, uh, Supreme court has uh, said today that it's okay for the justice department to execute death penalty. Yeah. No fun. You that's, know. that is fun. That yeah. is fun because like <laughs> the, it's funny because the people who cry the most about government tyranny seem to be, totally fine with the government mm. executing people like yeah, yeah why, like why not and to believe in the death penalty is like basically saying that you think that our justice system is 100 percent perfect like there's no mistakes yeah. made because no, you're right. talking about the life of a human being if there's even like a one percent chance that they're going to get it wrong that that alone should be the argument against the death penalty but yeah. it's not unfortunately so you, <laughs> our current administration thinks that um uh, chicken farm level accommodations is fair so yeah and that's and that's sort of like another thing too <laughs> that's is gonna that be a whole episode later we, on the way that we handle policing and the way that we handle mm-hmm. prisons is probably not the way that we should you know uh, we have the highest like reoffense rate of any first world country and it's because like well, one, we, we have private prisons, which is already like an abomination that mm-hmm. shouldn't exist. So we have a vested interest in making sure people reoffend so that we can keep filling up the jails. But also like, hey, maybe it turns out that like locking people in cages surrounded by other, other criminals and not putting forth any sort of job training or education yeah. or any sort of like psychiatric help and then re-releasing them probably isn't the best solution. That uh, <laughs> oh, it just reminded me of... Uh an article I read years ago. It was, uh, it was an article in the local newspaper that the uh, local county jail was going to get rid of its basic cable. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to a, a person about it and they're like, well, they have better cable than I do. Why do they get cable? Yeah. And it's just like, hold on. Like, that's what you like. Like, you don't know, like your issue here is the price of your cable. Right. And he's like, Yeah. And I was like, so how are you, why are you mad at them? Why aren't you mad at your cable company for being a monopoly? Yeah. And that's, that's sort of the whole thing where it's like, 
why do junkies get Narcan for free, but my insulin costs $900 a month? Well, it's, that's the problem is that your insulin costs $900 a month. It's not that this junkie is getting help, you know? Exactly. Uh, you know, why are we taking in refugees when we have homeless veterans in the streets? It's like, yeah, we should help homeless veterans. What's the, what are you arguing about <laughs> yeah, here? What like, is the, what, yeah, what yeah, are you asking me right you, now? Are you getting at that we shouldn't help either? Because I feel, that feels like what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, and they, 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 this idea that like things shouldn't like people are always arguing against helping other people. Like if mm -hmm. they're not getting helped, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's like, it's like the whole giving homeless people houses thing. Like I bought my house, you know, I worked for mm -hmm. it. Why should we do this to somebody else? It's like, why, why are you in favor of suffering? I don't understand it. Yeah. It's like, it's it, it just to me it just boils down to this. It's like we are the richest nation on the planet, and you know you can divide that metric up however you want, and you know you want to go by GDP. Sure. Even next to China, where our economy is at least ten times larger, so it it just it just baffles me that these are actual problems that we have to deal with. Like it's so it's just it, I don't know. It's one of those ones. Yeah, it blows well, my mind. That's. I don't know. It's, it's this idea of, you know, God, it's, it's so hard to, to explain because I have to get into just criticisms of capitalism in general. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. but this, this idea of, you know, it's been packaged to us as like freedom, you know, yeah. but in, in what way is, is this freedom? Mm. Like at the end of the day, the moneyed class it's basically a casino yeah. and the money class of the house and they're always going to win. Sure. You'll have an exception where somebody is able to break through that threshold, but I just looked it up and it's something like 60% of uh, wealth is inherited in this country. Yep. Um, if you are on the poverty line, you have less than a 1% chance of breaking into the, you know, fortune 500s top earners. Mm -hmm. So, and that's not a coincidence. You know, oh, it's by design. It's absolutely um, um, because I I had an argument with my uh, my stepdad who is like a hardcore conservative when we were talking about this, and he said that everybody has the opportunity in this country to to, to do something great. But if that's the case, nobody would choose poverty. If everyone had equal opportunity, nobody would choose mm -hmm. to be poor. And and this idea is like, no, it's not equal like at all. If you have you know one subsection of the population that is going to you know, the way that schools are funded with property tax, mm -hmm. better neighborhoods have more funding because yep. they have higher, so they're getting better schools. Right. So, you know, you have, you know, people who are born getting, going to great schools, getting to go to the top colleges, getting hired on to companies that their family works with. And they're just kind of set for life versus somebody who's got to literally has nothing. It has to build it up. Yeah. So that's why these like rags to riches stories are so compelling is because that's the exception. That's not the rule. Well, it's also kind of like a, a weird like media posturing in a way. Cause it's kind of like, look, you know, everything's fine. This could be you. If you put in the work, yeah. I just, I, yeah, just don't, don't fall for it. And that's, it just, that's another thing about you like, can, you can yeah. work hard and get yourself somewhere comfortable for sure, but you cannot deny that the upper class, the you know, 
we're talking millionaires, billionaires, mm-hmm. investors, blah, blah, blah. You can't deny that they have a head start on you. Like you might be able to come up and make that and that's awesome and you should be able to, but you also shouldn't be in the inverse position where you're, you're left behind just literally because of gambling. Like you were, you like you lost the lottery where you were born. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. There's no more class mobility. Right. The idea that that's, you know, it's the saying of like, they started on third base and thought that they hit a home run yeah. and it's like, no, some people, well, some people have it a lot, a lot easier. Yeah, and absolutely. that's just, that's just the facts. And that's the thing about privilege that, that people always think that it's accusatory. I'm not saying that you're wrong to have been born wealthy, you know, uh, I'm, and I don't know everyone else's situations. I'm pretty self-made. I would say I, yeah. I moved out as soon as I was 18. My parents aren't particularly wealthy. Uh, everything that I bought, like I worked for, but there was definitely moments where I had fallen on hard times and I had to, you know, I had to ask my folks for, for some money just to make ends meet. Mm -hmm. And some people don't have that. No, Some people don't. don't even have they parents have, that could shoot them an extra 200 bucks to make rent. You know, Some people don't there. have that. Um, some people have to go to school right at 18 to help their family that's living in poverty. You know, Some people don't have the luxury of getting to pursue higher education. Some yeah. people couldn't, you know, and, and this idea of privilege is people inherently think that it's accusatory and that like, you know, people hate me because of this or that. And it's like, it's not accusatory. Privilege isn't your fault. It's not your fault and it's not something you should feel ashamed of. Um, and it comes in just all forms. Um, you know, and, and one I like to point out when I have to explain privilege to people is that I, I am able-bodied. My legs work. That, that is a privilege. I don't wake up every day like crying like, why? Why was I given this privilege? But when I was 18, 19, and I had no job skills, the jobs that were paying above minimum wage were very physical jobs. I worked for uh, FedEx. I was getting paid $12 an hour. At the time, the minimum wage was maybe eight twenty-five, something like that. Um, yeah, if, if I weren't able-bodied, couldn't have done that job. That's a privilege. That is a step up that I had over somebody else. So this, I, and privilege comes in all shapes and sizes. Like I'm, I'm above six feet tall. That's a privilege. Right. Like there's, there's studies done that most CEOs are above six feet tall. You know, there's a human psychological... Uh, you know, connection, like, you know, short, like, you know, you go on any dating site, they always say like, <laughs> you know, I don't want any guys under, under six feet tall. Those, those, these are all forms of privilege. And these are all the thing about privilege is what you're born with and what you have. And right. it's not something that you should ever feel bad about, but you should also acknowledge some people have it harder. Oh yeah, Some people absolutely. do being, being white doesn't mean that your, your life was easy. Like life shit wall to wall. Everyone has a hard life. Oh, yeah. Like life, like life sucks. But the difference is that that's not the reason that your life sucks. Your life sucks because of all these other factors. You being white isn't one of those reasons. If you're, if you're black, there are things that you can look to and say, there's a reason that you didn't inherit any wealth. Mm-hmm. It's because black people weren't allowed to accumulate wealth for right. a vast majority of this country's history. Oh yeah. So that's, that's where privilege comes from. And it's not to say that you should feel guilty or feel bad for being this way. Right. But you should definitely not, discount other people's struggles right you know everybody is uh is a person they're just trying to make it yeah and it's just it's just unfortunately some people are given in in a way in the race extra weight to carry you know they just it's just sure. harder sure but uh so the next one i had <laughs> we got one one of the big one there that was yeah. a good one that, i like that though so uh 
the next one I had, um, a little, uh, little off topic. So we'll, we'll, we'll one eighty this one here real quick. Something a little different. Okay. Did you see the uh, Witcher trailer for Netflix? I did not. <sighs> I have not seen it yet. No. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. It was. It looks. Yeah. So, it looks, it looks about, so uh, good. Henry Cavill being a uh, being a. Uh, was named Geralt. I haven't Geralt. played. I haven't played The Witcher. <laughs> well, to be fair, I've only played number three. So yeah, they're well, actually uh, porting it to the Switch. So that was oh, that was number three. So good. Yeah, wild, that was wild, the plan. Huh? I recommend it highly. Yeah, I no, I because uh, my favorite game of all time is Dragon Age Origins, right? So uh, I posted in like this gaming group that I was part of, like if there are any games like similar, and Witcher Three was the most recommended game that I try. Uh, just never, never got around to it. So now oh, that I have, good. now that I have a switch and it's getting ported to the switch, I'm gonna get it. I'll get it. It's good. I recommend it. Yeah, no, so, absolutely. Uh, uh, you a little bit nervous about uh, Henry Cavill? No, I think he, isn't he? He's like they're the guy that they like that uh, CD Projekt Red pays to like play Geralt. Is he not? I thought he was a professional like cosplayer. Like they like. No, no, him. Henry Cavill is Superman. Is he? Yeah, he's Superman and Man of Steel. Well, he loses points for me. Yeah, and that's that's the thing is that uh, Goku's I guess he's infinitely he's better. he's in the Tudors. Yeah, uh, which is like a some sort of streaming show, and yeah, I hear yeah. he's pretty good in that. But man, was he bad <laughs> in the in the DC <laughs> movies? Man, was he was literally like a block of wood the entire right. time. Right. <laughs> which it's I guess crazy. if that's if that's his take on Superman, that he's this weird inhuman alien thing, he that's nailed it. Absolutely. <laughs> But uh, but he was also in the first time I ever saw him was in this movie called Tristan and He's Old, which nobody's ever heard of except me. I bought it like the five dollar bargain bin. But uh, James Franco's in it, and uh, Henry Cavill is like his best friend, and it's kind of like a Romeo and Juliet kind of story where these like two feuding families, and then right. the son and daughter fall in love. And that nah, wasn't a very good movie, but I do remember watching it and. Uh, seeing Henry Cavill as James Franco's like best friend in that movie, and was like, "Man, this is a this is a beautiful man. It's <laughs> a good looking guy, right?" <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. I I watched the trailer, <clears throat> and of course, there wasn't a whole whole lot of speaking lines, and there's only so so much we can do as a uh, you know, it's a Netflix show, so the CG will be kind of mid tier. Yeah, I don't. But think uh, that should, <clears throat> it shouldn't matter yeah. though, because I, I I love bad CG as much as I love good CG. And uh, <clears throat> it uh, it looks good. I'm I'm pumped. I I just want to see it because I always like anything Witcher related. Haven't read the books yeah. yet though, so don't crucify me. Yeah. Do you remember um, like the author of the books? I guess like sold the rights for like thirty thousand dollars. I was like, whatever. Yes. Game's not gonna do anything. That's that decision's <laughs> going to haunt him because he did sue them later on. Yeah. Yeah. It almost just seems like if you're ever gonna like sell your property. Like always put a clause in for royalties, yeah. even if it's like 0.5 percent. I was actually like. <laughs> talking to somebody about this the other day because um, we actually talked about that, and I was like, you know, I, I was number one. I was really happy that CD Projekt was like, yeah, we owe you. I mean, they didn't quite, you know, legally they mm-hmm. didn't say that, but yeah. it was, uh, you know, they settled with him and gave him his 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 due. But uh, in the inverse, you know, I think it was the actor who played the physical body of Darth Vader from the original trilogy. Okay. I think he hasn't been paid a dime oh, because his, his extra, they put it in as part of the, you get part of the net profit, but because they keep reworking on it and re-releasing it and blah, 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 they keep writing all that off. So I think, I think it's return of the Jedi hasn't made a technical profit since it's been out mm-hmm. something like that. I'd have to uh, 
look that up just to make sure. Yeah. So it's just one of those contractual ones. So it's like, yeah, you know, you're getting into it and, um, you know, read, read the fine print. It's one of, one of my rules to life. Yeah. It's, it's funny that like, I just don't have sort of this legal mind of like separating, like, like everything into numbers. Cause like in my fantasy utopian world, like everything operates the way that like me and my buddies operate, which is like, (laughs) you know, we go to Taco Bell and they don't have any money. I'm like, ah, I'll spot you like 10 bucks. But I don't like have a ledger of like, you owe me 10 bucks next time. (laughs) It's more just like, we just all get each other when whenever it's convenient and it's sort of like hey, if hey only welcome the world. to the stream let's see we got a new viewer welcome welcome no way yeah we got two viewers right now what so hello hello who is it i don't know what's their name i can't i don't know how to tell be straight with you oh they're gone well that didn't last long <laughs> <laughs> well bye <laughs> yeah i took one look at us morning. that's not for on. me that wasn't even a bad topic folks that was a good one that was a good way to get in on it yeah, it's not a very divisive one yeah um crazy so, all right what what's so, next so on the uh, so now we're gonna talk about no i'm kidding um <clears throat> so the next one i had was an interesting article and i'm gonna pull up the full headline because sure. i i uh it's it won't be super de duperty controversial, but I do, I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, it's a Germany uh, finally introduced mandatory measles vaccinations for everybody, regardless. Okay. There's no exemptions anymore. Okay. Um, and, uh, like no exemptions. Uh, uh, every, everybody's getting measles shots. What, what were exemptions like before? I do believe. Let's see here. If I'm understanding it correctly, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I don't know if there are legitimate exceptions. I don't really like blanket policies on everything. Okay, so apparently, according to me, according to what I just read, it's kind mm-hmm. of it's kind of a short form article, so there wasn't a whole lot in it. Sure. But, um, long story short, um, they. Uh, don't already have a mandatory vaccination policy in place. They just assume everybody's going to do it. So mm-hmm. now they're just going to start requiring it okay. in order to go to school specifically. Okay. And, you know, I'm not an anti-vaxxer at all. I, I know for a fact that it's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I do I do feel for the oppositional argument mm-hmm. of, like, the government could just do whatever they wanted, right? Like, they could inject you with something with the, you know, so I get the fear of it. Sure. But, uh, I definitely don't buy any of like currently that's not happening and you should definitely, right. you should absolutely vaccinate your kids. But, but you know, I think a healthy distrust of, uh, the government is, is important. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, uh, we had another one pop in for a few seconds oh, and they darn. dipped out. I went ahead and removed MMA from the tagline. Yeah, I don't think we talked we're, even we're, a second about it. Not yet. I made a few references to it, but I, I mean, we probably, I'm not going to exam. I'm not going to get into the card tonight. Max sure. Holloway for the win. Um, well, she's going to lose. Holloway with gonna, Holloway. He's going to lose, and we're going to like play that over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I'm a big Ben Askren fan. In the spectacular fashion, he got KO'd in the last card. You know, what do you? Whatever. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> okay so we'll get uh i think we got time for maybe one more here okay um 
I thought about dipping into the Mueller report, but I think we kind of talked about that beforehand, and they just they didn't do anything different. <laughs> it's funny because Mueller has this like uh, this persona of being like this straight shooter kind of yeah. guy. He doesn't answer anything. <laughs> what are you talking He's, about? Yeah. Where did he get this reputation? Because it's just every answer to every question was eh, maybe. Yeah, it, uh, maybe. <laughs> could, or, could he be uh, indicted after he's not president? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, will you? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He's <laughs> like, it could happen. Do you think it's almost like resigning from the spot when he did that it was kind of like the worst thing he could have done? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, yeah, it's just, no, he just didn't do anything. He might as well have read his report to them verbatim, word for word. <laughs> it would have been the same result. Yeah. I, yeah, what is this hearing for? Like, what is the intention? Okay, like, so I think the idea behind it, at least from what, hey, we got a new viewer. Hey, welcome, welcome. And uh, the idea here is, like, you put it on video. This is 100% mm-hmm. what it is. You put it on video. You ask him the questions you want. That's why uh, somebody said, uh, you know, does this report exonerate him? Because that's what the president said. Does this exonerate me? And uh, he said, no, no, it does not. But then that mm-hmm. triggered the other side to say, well, is it was it your job to exonerate? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, technically no. But that's also a very broad question. Yeah. It, so it's just it's just grandstanding from both sides. Um, Al, you know, I think it was Al Green. He did file for impeachment uh, a couple <laughs> weeks just ago. Got shit on by everybody. Oh, he was the only one who was like, "Let's do it. Let's try to impeach this guy." And nobody, everyone's like, "Sit down, dude." <laughs> <laughs> I just. I don't get it. I don't. I, don't. I mean, I, I'm, I'm all for putting it I, in. I if, think, you, if you believe it, number one, if you mm-hmm. believe it, put it in. That's well, what you're there for. I think that his move for impeachment was just based on racism, right? Like that was... Yeah, it was over the uh, comments against Omar. Ilana yeah, Omar. which I think is not the direction to go as far as impeachment. Um, I mean, get him on anything you can. I'm fine with that. But I just don't think that that's... that's one, it's hard to improve, to prove like mm-hmm. intent. Like you still have people that don't think that Trump's a racist when it's like, yeah, he's done all but flat out say it. So that's not the one I think that's going to be the one that gets him. No, no. <laughs> like racism is the one that's going to. Yeah. I mean, so what he filed it under, sure. But when you in, like from from what I get, like you introduce the articles and then you're supposed to vote on it and then you mm-hmm. go from there. So the fact that they didn't even let it pass, it just. This idea that these committees are going to be the ones that put the nails in this coffin is like you can impeach and these committees can still do their job. Mm-hmm. Like when history looks back, they're not going to say, well, we're so glad that the five committees found all their investigations fruitful. They're mm-hmm. going to say, why didn't you impeach him? He's a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean... I know I, just to keep it a little some, we can dive deep into these topics a little bit later, but when you think sure. about the presidents that have been impeached, that's the big one that's yeah. it's stuck to all of them. Yeah. Even, yeah. even if Nixon didn't get, they didn't actually get to vote because he resigned. Mm-hmm. Um, if, and my history could be wrong too, but you know, no, he, what it is. He, he did resign. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I want to make sure I was right on that. I hate being like super wrong. I, uh, did a little, this is a little side note. I did a little political stuff and, uh, I made a comment about solar panels and how Kansas gets a lot of sun, you know, and, and a report I read said certain parts are similar to California Mm -hmm. and my own party put me on blast. So (laughs) I was like, all right, didn't need to call me out like that, but you, at least my point got across. Yeah. You know what? I just found out that's a little fun fact. Uh, when I was living in Colorado, 
turns out Colorado statistically has the most sunny days of any state, including California, Florida. That is fascinating. Yeah. I can yeah. believe it, though. The high elevation, clouds only form at a certain point. Yeah. Outside could, of the it. 80 days of foot law, foot snow. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I was go, I was there during, Broncos. I was there during the winter, too. And uh, winters aren't particularly harsh there. Or at least uh, nah. the one. I mean, I was there for one year, so I couldn't there's like, that. definitively be like winters are always fucking chill. But yeah. the time well, I was there, not the worst. Well, there's that one section of I-70 that's always getting demolished by snow because it's you know runs through right through the mountain mm-hmm. to the side. Yeah. So it is what it is. But uh, yeah, we had one viewer for a second. He took yeah, off. Too. Yeah, there's been we had about five or six people hop in just to stick around. A couple of people stuck around for a little bit. Sure. This is this is it. Honestly, this I is. wish there was a way to to see who it was because we did it uh during during our stream of meow zedong like baird was able to see the names of who was popping in so oh, we actually right. greeted everybody individually i think uh, something like that promotes a little bit of community engagement you know so if there's a way to like get the names of people we could be like hey what's up username found, found <laughs> it it's right here oh okay command bot electrical calling board and lurks that's who's that's who came in. Yeah. Excellent. Wish you guys well, stayed. Well, guys, shout out to you guys for you popping guys are, in for a little bit. If you guys ways. are still here, show yourselves. We appreciate you being here. Feel free yeah. to chime in with any questions if you guys have them. Yeah, absolutely. If you're still I, here, I, I only see one. I don't here, believe that they are. <laughs> that's cool though. I'm, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm pleased. So I'm now pleased. on, this is, like, where to be? Yeah. This show, this show is gonna be, it's gonna be good. I, uh, I sure hope so. I do too. Uh, okay, what was the topic we were going to go into besides the so, motorboard? Because uh, we did, did kind of go on I did want bit. to, I wanted to say something here, and I, I thought about it. Oh, yeah, the last thing I wanted to hit tonight before we take off, mm-hmm. um, Elon Omar, right, Minnesota, I think, okay. has a challenger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Da- I, think, I think Danielle something or other. I'd have to look it up. Yeah, and she's an immigrant from Haiti? I believe. I'd have to check that one. I didn't read this one too much. Um so, so the fun, fun thing about her, arrested for felony theft the Love same it. day. Love it. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so there you have it. <laughs> this is the world we live in. Because you know that like everyone was going to, like everyone on the Republican Party was probably like super hyped to like, to have like an immigrant like oh yeah be on there be on their be on side because they cause they love it because anytime that they can have somebody who they constantly like who represents a group that they shit on all the time yeah can come in and be like no these guys aren't bad yeah these are good people they love it I don't so get it. like but like the only time that they can find anybody it's a criminal or like a grifter or just somebody <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> it's like when you join the party, they hand you a packet. Here's your, here's your complimentary jail record, and <laughs> there you go, go, go do crimes now. Yeah, and this just... is your free pass. We'll back you. <laughs> oh but, uh, boy, yeah, it's 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 pretty funny. I almost sometimes wish that I were part of like a marginalized group, like if I were gay or trans or something, so yeah. that I could sell my soul to right wing talking points and uh, just grift. For people like you know candace owens or dave rubin doesn't it just seems like it would be so much easier if you just hopped in and you're like yeah i'll do whatever you want me to do yeah well that's sort of the that's the thing like you have someone like steven crowder who was like a failed comedian so he realized like i'm not going to get anywhere in this but what i could do because the right is so devoid of any sort of humor i could be the best right-wing comedian ever 
just because there's no competition. So he like pivoted over to there. Same thing as uh, Candace Owens. She she constantly talks about how like racism isn't real and you know white privilege isn't real. Blah blah. blah. Her career started when she was the victim of a hate crime in high school, and she ended up uh, getting a settlement for I think something like forty thousand dollars. Wow. And that's how she started her media career. And now she pivots to saying racism doesn't exist. But like, hmm. and, it, and it's such a clear, like, this is just, you're just lying. Yeah. You've just sold your soul for profit. Same as like Dave Rubin, who constantly to has, has to, has to bring up like I'm gay all the time because he's just a conservative talking head and doesn't want, like he wants people to like, be like, well, can't possibly be homophobic because he's gay. Right. So the right can't be homophobic, but it's like he'll have guests on, on his show that are absolute. Like he keeps trying to be friends with Ben Shapiro. <laughs> like he keeps trying to be his buddy, keeps inviting him over. And Ben's like, ah, I don't want to go to your gay party. <laughs> like this verbatim what Ben said yeah. to him. And it's just like, like it's, very, it's so clear that you, you've just you've sold your soul yeah for, for money you've sold out like yeah. people going through the same struggles as you to make like a lot of money and it would be so easy to do it would be so easy to do like like uh, we could make a business plan right now we could start doing our like left-leaning talk show mm -hmm. and once we build like a decent fan base we could just pivot to the right we just pivot to the right like sell out to the Koch brothers and just be like, I was blind for all those years. Yeah, I, I never believed in any of it. I the left is, I was thinking. the left is regressive and they're, they're the real racists and they're the real bad guys. And, and you could do that. Cause that's you absolutely good. Cause that's what Dave Rubin did. He used to be on TYT. Now he pivoted over to the right, complete 180 on all his political beliefs. And now all he does is shit on the, on the left. And you, you could do that. We could absolutely do that. We do that with like, <laughs> as soon as we got even like 10,000 followers, yeah. we could pivot. We could pivot and we just get massive funding. <laughs> Watch, because we're actually going to do it. Like someone's going to come to us with a contract and be like, we'd like for you to, to pivot to us. And then, and, then, zeros, and, then, we'll be good to go. and then one of our like longtime listeners is going to find this clip of us, <laughs> of us explaining our business, our business model of like, this is the plan all along. So this has been from day one, <laughs> from day one. We've always, we've always wanted to be grifters. I put my integrity in a bottle and threw that sucker away. <laughs> um, all right. Are well, we, we cutting it here? Yeah, so that was good. That was good. Good one. If uh, yeah. it was exciting to see a few different viewers, and uh, yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I think we, once we really get a good schedule hammered out, we'll be on more frequently and more, more structured, and just be more inclusive. And uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. With that, it was excellent, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. All right. See you later. Sour source out.